What's up, everyone? Welcome to Awaken 24 Podcast. I'm Eric Oliva, your host. And today is an awesome day. Actually, it is 11.14 at night. And what is it, a Monday? Sitting in my backyard, chilling out, having some tea. And after I finish this, I'm going to go head up on the computer and start updating some things on the website. So, what is it that when we hear other people talking to us about us in a negative manner, we end up valuing it? We end up repeating it to ourselves as though it is something that is true. And I know how kindergarten this may sound to so many of you, but I guarantee there is one little itty bitty speck of stupid negative self-talk dust in our mind somewhere that prevents us from just giving that extra oomph when we need that extra little push. And what is it about it? Well, it's about value, perspective. But let's let's not just throw it into this bag of value and perspective talk and then just call it a night. Because it just doesn't equate to that 100% uh, for everything. All I'm saying is, when other people are talking down to you or down about your ideas, especially about themselves around you, that can really influence your whole self-belief system. Can influence how, excuse me, influence how you view you and your ideas on how possible it is to actually push forward and make what you have in your head be real. Basically, your ideas turned into something tangible through the work. So when people, I'll give myself an example, okay? Uh, There was once a time I had a person, a friend, I guess, at that time, who asked me what I wanted to do or what is my view of the world. I think it was 19 or 20. And I I look back at it now and I think it was a whole setup question. However, (laughs) uh, the gist of the situation was I told them my views of the world, my ideals. And my basically the gist of it was, you know, everyone working with each other, um, perhaps having a barter system in place, you know, skill for skill or skill for service. Uh, you know, money is not really the focus and, and uh, something revolving, you know, revolving around that. And I don't remember. It was 20 years ago, actually. Holy crap. 20 years ago, 1999. And then they asked me what I wanted to do. And I said I wanted to help people and uh, by coaching them. And I know the word coach. Then what I did know was mentor i wanted to be a mentor to people help them push through the difficult times help them make better their awesome times help them find something within them that is you know worth waking up for in the morning so they strengthen themselves their mind their body whatever it is and push forth and make it happen to follow their passion not the cliche passion idea but that which actually pulls you out of your seat not in hope but holding to this great strength inside that says i can i will i did right the guy told me look that shit ain't gonna happen you're never gonna do what you love you might as well shoot yourself i have a gun here you go go on the roof and just kill yourself now you save yourself a life suffering and i just was heartbroken at one point because i looked up to this guy to a degree um and 
I inside was like, oh man. I mean, he's not the first person, but that's just straight up like, here's a bat right over the head. <laughs> and that stuck with me. And that's not the only thing that stuck with me. There's so many things as a teenager that people have said, you know, and displayed that pushed me to have self-doubt. And even at this point in my life, I was 19, I was so headstrong on really doing what I love and trying to make a living of it that I had no example of that being actually true. Um, so I took this guy's words and it just stuck in my head because at, at a certain point in my life, I believed it before that point and then when he told me it was almost a slap in the face saying Eric hey you actually believe this guy you believe his words so inside I'm having this fight this conflict this war with how this person would say such a thing to me and then how I was fighting with myself about this concept is it true am I gonna have to get a full-time job and then try to do this on the side and hopefully one day it actually comes true well, no, I just wanted to jump into it. So in my 20s, I just jumped into my specific lifestyle, which was meditation, qigong, uh, tai chi chuan, martial arts, and, you know, being a, what we call now as a personal coach, a coach for, you know, self-development. Um, and I did that. I was damn good. And I kept doing it. And then I brought myself to China. And in China, you know, I kind of went into seclusion I taught what I was there to teach um, and then I just stayed in my other teachers I met a teacher for Taoism a, a Taoist nun and I would always go to her temple and you know I meditate there practice there and we would have lunch and dinner and we always hang out it was almost every day for like four years almost every single day if not it was definitely at least three to four times a week and so I was either in the mountains or in the temple because I lived off the foot of the mountain and I gave nothing to what these people in my past would say. However, when it came down to me returning to America, I was like, I'm going head first into opening my own school. And I did. And then still, oh, you know, you shouldn't do it this way. You shouldn't do it that way, blah, blah, blah. And all this advice is, but it was feeling like it was against what I knew was going to work. So I was always fighting against other people's influences. Um, and... I was also fighting over the influences in my head. Like, oh, I don't really want this going on, but I can't stop them. So I have to just stand up and be stronger and stronger and push through. And I did. But then I got tired of that whole nonsense. But the point is, after all that, those influences of doubt from other people about themselves, talking about their doubt about themselves, about what they can't do and why they can't do it and all the excuses and then about what I'm doing and all the negative talk about that you know really started to come down on me like I really did value I realized the value I had of them was sitting deep inside and that was the overall influence thrusting into my mind and my thoughts to create this loop of self-doubt and it took me years to rip and practice and rip and practice getting them out of my head and, and really focusing on what's so more important. So I really, really have this passion to help people not think down of themselves. I mean, if you don't like it that other people talk down on you, why would you do it to yourself? You know, we seem to like think it, we validate or it's validated. You know, it's justified that we talk the way we want to with ourselves. 
other people can't say it. However, if we're doing it to ourselves, we're really adding momentum to the looping cycle of self negative self-talk in our mind, in our brain, in our nervous system, and it will ruin us. So I have this passion to help people stop it because I went through it and no one was there to help me. Not one person. No one. And I just emphasize no one. People tried, like my my wife, but we were so close to each other and, and I was so in that loop that I just did not want to hear it until I got tired and I said, what is it? And I just saw the crap that was going in my head because I've been practicing self-introspection since I'm eight years old, since 1988. Self-introspective meditation, Chan, Buddhist meditation, Zen Buddhist meditation, Taoist meditation, Confucius philosophical practices and, and studies. Like I went head first into it so I, could, I was able to help people, but I wasn't helping myself. And it ran me down years into my teens, 20s, 30s. And now at 39, I am finally free of that crap. I'm telling you, if you don't agree to other people talking down on you, don't do it to yourself. And if you are doing it to yourself and other people say to you the negative things as well, you have no right to be upset because you do it to yourself. It's like punching yourself in the face and someone does it for you and then you get angry they did it. It doesn't make sense. We cannot live by putting ourselves down when we have some type of thought that just wants to shine a little bit of sunlight on us. Really, one, happiness is underrated. It's marketed very highly and passion too. But the fact is, people don't believe they're worth it. People don't value their own development of happiness because of their experiences when they were young. Do you understand that? How you were brought up, the influences around you from your parents, your siblings, your family, your friends, the movies, the cartoons, the music, the books, okay? Teachers and so on and strangers. And I'm telling you, everything you've ever put in front of you, around you or in your immediate environment has influenced you. It has that of those things are the makeup of your self-view. On my part, I had to rip that out. That's like the core of your personality and character and your very being, your self-view that has been built up since you were born. So it takes a lot of work to really rip that shit up and, and give it a good heave-ho and throw it over the friggin' wall and let it hit the other side and just never see it again. Because you have to be mad honest with yourself. You have to be ready to tell yourself, I'm done with this shit. I'm done. No more. Like you really, really have to. And it takes a lot to admit that mistakes were made. It takes a lot to admit that, you know, oneself is wrong. It takes a lot to admit that maybe the perspective that we have is really the thing that's killing us. Seriously. Think of this, the doom and gloom mindset, especially in politics, especially in, about society, about politics, about religion, about even philosophy, okay, sexuality, um, and just self-talk, just personal self-talk. This is how people talk to themselves and act. The doom and gloom perspective that everything is fucked in a negative way, not the book, <laughs> Everything is Fucked, which is a great book, by the way. Um, 
the destruction of everything. Like, oh, this is horrible. If it's in politics, it's this person's in office or that person's in office. Or we can't have either or, or we can't have this. And this is the problem. And everyone's going to get screwed and things are screwed up. And you keep feeding yourself these things in your head every single day, in your ear, in your head, in your face, in your eyes, everything from videos to audios to friggin' books and people. Like you just can't get enough. You get addicted to the negative talk, the doom and gloom, be it in religion, be it in philosophy, be it in anything. Once you get hooked, it is hard. But think of this. You have the doom and gloom mindset. You can't tell it's wrong. And then you argue with other people who don't give a shit. Because you're telling them you have to know. You have to be in the know. What the no doesn't make me rich. The no doesn't put food on my table. Doesn't make me full. Doesn't make me sleep easier at night. Doesn't give me what I need to sustain. It just creates more stress. More problems. Bad health. Bad perspective. A horrible life. You know what you think stimulates your nervous system. You know what your nervous system gets stimulated by also influences your thinking. These things are intertwined. So back to the doom and gloom and this intertwining of thought and emotion and nervous system and brain. All of this will influence your whole entire experience of the world. It's just that way. So if it's the doom and gloom, it's going to make your life horrible. And if it's the ultra positive and you have activity to back it up, like you have action, like you're doing things that make your life manifest that positivity, meaning you think it, you do the things that make it equate to something tangible. Good for you. Very good. But if you're just thinking yourself to positivity, it ain't going to last. It's like taking a shower. And for those 10 minutes or 20 minutes, you're in the shower. You feel wonderful. Seriously, we have to watch our perspective. If you are talking down to yourself, you are stopping yourself. And I'm not saying, yay, rah, rah, we're great. I'm great. I'm wonderful. Everything's beautiful. Everything is awesome. No, I'm saying you don't talk down on yourself. You put yourself in a position of thinking where you tell you how you're going to experience the day and the things that happen just because something that is considered bad happens doesn't mean you must react in the most common ways that most react to just to be validated in your experience. That's a whole crock of bullshit. But people live like that. I did. And I know tons of people, maybe almost 7 billion, who actually have done that thing specifically. Where we react to certain situations according to the most common ways. And that, my friend, is a detriment to your health <laughs> and your well-being. So, back to the point, and let's end it at this. It's 15 minutes in. Do not talk down to yourself if you do not like other people doing it to you. It's just a very simple idea here, okay? Really, we have to control that. You want to get better? You want to be better? You want to be awesome? Do it this way. Peace, be wonderful, be better than you were yesterday, this moment, and after tomorrow, be better than that day too. Have a wonderful, wonderful existence. Peace. One more thing. Visit our website, www.awaken24.com. That's A-W-A-K-E-N, numbers24.com. 
Any questions and comments, please send me an email, E-R-I-K at Awaken24.com. Have a beautiful life. (laughs) Be well.